everyone, welcome back to Contractor Growth Tips. Today we are talking about how to sell without selling. Now the reason this comes up is because we see this all the time where contractors and business people as a whole are just trying to be helpful. However, they come off so salesy that it's a turnoff that when that person that they're trying to sell to actually wants to hire somebody for the project, they don't go with that first contractor. So we'll walk you through some examples of some right ways to sell without selling and some wrong ways that make you look like a snake oil salesman. So stick with it and we'll walk you through some examples and how to overcome some of those issues. Cool, welcome back to Contractor Growth Tips, guys. I am Wayne. And I'm Logan. And today we are talking about the topic of truly how to sell without selling. Uh, this comes up because Logan actually had an instance arise literally while we were recording podcasts of a woman reaching out, I guess in her mind, just trying to be helpful um, and lay out proper upfront expectations. But man, she is being salesy. So Logan, why don't you just take us in, uh, give this example, tell the story. Uh, it'll be a nice intro to teaching people how to sell without selling. Sure. So I went to a different BNI group. I, I'm part of BNI networking group that I meet up every Wednesday uh, with a group of people, other business owners, and just talk, you know, try to pass referrals. Now I went to a different one and I met this lady and she is a sales coach. I'm not sorry, uh, a speaking and sales coach. And she's all about communication and, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what, this is perfect. I would love just to like learn more about her business and just kind of chat with her. So I went up to her after the meeting, introduced myself and just said, hey, you know, I thought the message was great. Would love to just kind of sit down and have a one-to-one, -one, which is code for let's just get a coffee and learn more about each other's businesses. So she said, okay, great. Let's make it happen. So she sends me an email. And I'm going to read the email. I'm going to redact the name and information in case she's listening. But I don't think she is. But <laughs> if she so. is. So here's what it sounds like. And I think I'll, I'll just read it and I'll give you my comments afterwards. So it says, hi, Logan. I'm looking forward to meeting with you on Tuesday, April 2nd at 10 a.m. at Panera on this road to learn more about your business and how I can help you. Starts off good, right? Nice. Yeah. Here's what I propose to help us make our time together even more efficient and valuable by focusing on you. Okay, all about me. One, please read my story on my website, which she gives me the website. You'll learn about my journey to becoming a breakthrough strategist. Two, also read the client success stories on my website. I work with people privately and also lead speaking workshops. You get a clear idea on the results my clients have gotten from working with me. Three, check out this video to learn more about my programs and the results people have achieved. Four, please send me the answers to the following questions via email prior to our meeting. What are the obstacles or challenges you have to speaking or selling? What would you like to get out of the meeting? And on a scale of one to 10, how important is it for you to overcome your challenges today? Can't wait to he hear about your situation. See how I can help. One more thing reply to this email to let me know. Thanks. So, Wayne, from your perspective, scale of one to 10, 10 being super salesy, one being, nope, she's completely just setting expectations. Where does that email lie? I think, 
I think that's a that's an easy eight or a nine. Um, yeah. I'll just put it this way: I don't think you guys are meeting just to become friends. I I don't think so either, and I don't think we're meeting <laughs> to talk about my business. No, I don't think so either. It's that's the funniest part, right? She started that email with, "I want to talk all about you." So before we do that, here's all yeah. about me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's focus on me. And and I I I think from a if you think about it, she's like, well, I don't want to talk about me tomorrow, so I'd rather you just do all this homework beforehand so I can focus on you. However, what she's going to be focusing on me is going to be my, I guess, weaknesses in speaking or, or communicating or whatever it is. So, and, and also, she's going to be focusing on you as in, did you check out my website? Did you read all those uh, past testimonials and yeah. project profiles? Like, um, and I get it, you know, straight up, I get it if, if I say, hey, look, I want to hire you, would love to sit down and have a meeting. She said, okay, great. And then sent me this so it, like, it makes sense. However, the whole goal of this first conversation is just to see if it makes sense. It's kind of like, let's say a customer calls you up and they say, hey, I'd like you to remodel my you know, I, I like to talk about um, kitchen remodeling. Is that something that you do? And before you say, you know what? Before I answer with a yes or a no, I want you to go on my website. I want you to learn about me and about my journey. Then I want to see, uh, have you watch all these different testimonials. And it's just like all they want to do is they just want to know, do you even do this service? Is this something that you're even able to do? So in this case, you know, how do I feel about this coffee tomorrow? I may get sick at 9.30. I don't know. I may get sick at 9.30. No, I'm, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to be very – I don't want to say like I'm going to be like a jerk, but I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, like I saw the email. Yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about this stuff. Like, you know, I appreciate you you sending this out. However, you know, like I don't have time to spend – I don't know how – I mean, I don't know how long these videos are or her story is or so, answer yeah, these so that questions. Was like – Exactly. Just, that was my first question that I asked you, right? Uh, right after you got this, I was like, how many asks did she throw at you? Six. Right? Six. Six okay, things she seven. wants me to do. Seven, she, right? Seven with that final of make sure to respond to this email to make yeah. sure I, you got it. Yeah. So it, it's you, what you should really be doing is you should have one ask and one secondary ask. Hey, mm -hmm. you want to buy from me? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, great. Hey, you want to buy from me? Yes or no? No. Okay, well, how about at least give me your email? And that's it. Literally one and a half. And the, and the half is a conditional half. And that's it. So, it, I mean, it was a lot. Like, I read this email. And in, instead of doing one thing, maybe two that she asks, I did zero. Actually, yep. I, I did respond to the email, but just said, hey, looking forward to it. Thanks. And that was it. So, all in all, Curious to see if she emails back and says, "Hey, yeah, you missed six things, but uh, only time will tell." But <laughs> only time will tell. Either way, so as far as selling without selling, guys. So Logan, Logan touched on it uh, there for a hot second. As far as when you're emailing people, right? When you're if it's marketing emails or just casually, or when you're on the phone, um, try and focus on just one ask. Right? If you're going to ask them to do something. Please give them uh, value first, and then don't follow up with six or seven questions, right? Because now they're doing now they're doing all this work for you, and it's it's clearly salesy. 
Right? You want to be as helpful as possible. Um, so, Logan, let's. What are, what are your thoughts? Let's try and restructure this email of hers to maybe turn it into a positive spin, right? How should it have gone? Oh, I mean, if she if she legitimately said, "Look, like, hey, looking forward to meeting with you. Would love to learn more about your business. How I can help you." In the meantime, you know, if you wouldn't mind, like, if you go to my site on this exact link and learn more about some of the services that we provide, that would be helpful just so you could learn a bit more about my company so we don't have to, you know, we could start at step two instead of step one of the meeting tomorrow, which I would have 100% done. But there was no hard ask of respond, you know, think about these questions, then respond, take all this time. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that, hey, look, if you're uh, if you're that good at selling, why do you have a course on it? Just sell, you know. So it's uh, I'm gonna yeah. do zero of it. So yeah, I think if she would have just give me one, one basic thing of read this, but like what, like I'm just learning more about the business. Like I'm just like, mm-hmm. why do I need to to watch videos of client testimonials? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm just me- trying to figure out the the business first. Like, you sell the product first, then you sell yourself, right? Yeah, I don't know the product in this case. And she did say I do workshops and speaking groups, but I don't know. So I want. I wonder if she almost copy and pasted that from like some stock email that she sends out to maybe her leads. That probably is probably a hundred percent what it is. Hey, I yeah. want you to learn. Which, I mean, it does, I mean, I get it. Like, it makes sense. Like, if I learn more about her and I get engaged with all of her stuff, that's fine. However, I mean, the reason that we brought this up is, yes, we got the email. However, we see this all the time with contractors and companies on Facebook where what they do is all they do is they show, like, a a problem they're solving and then say, hey, give us a call if you want this done. Next post. Hey, you know, we did this. Give us a call if you want this done. And it's not bad to ask for this sale. However, nobody trusts you. And like when I see this, I just think if I call this guy or this girl, whoever's the posting about this stuff, they're not going to be helpful. They're not going to have the, I don't know, self-awareness to say, yep, that's not a project I can take on. All they're going to do is try to sell me something because so far online, all they've done is try to sell me something. So that is really where this whole idea comes from. Of It's not just this lady with her email. It's what a lot of people do with their body language, with um, their social posts, all that stuff. It's a very salesy, pushy world. And if people feel that, they're not even going to give you a chance by calling you up to sell to them because they're just going to go, you know what? They're just going to sell to me. I don't want to deal with this. And we're here to try to teach you that you can do that. However, you're missing a few steps beforehand of how to make this thing actually work for you. So, Wayne, can you walk us through what that strategy looks like? Yeah, most definitely. So if a lot of guys that are listening are probably familiar with Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, he has this strategy and, uh, and this book, actually, I think is the title of one of his books. Uh, yeah, it's uh, actually a title. Yeah, which is Jab, Jab. Uh, I think it's Jab. I think it's the third one. Jab, Jab, three, Jab. Three jabs, yeah. Right hook afterwards. Um, where what I, what I, Logan and I always tell each other, which we have written on our notes here, is Jab, Jab, Jab. Jab, Jab, Jab. Jab, Jab. 
right hook, which basically is just meaning you're getting in front of them and you're giving them value, right? It's essentially give, 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 ask. Because by doing that, you're helping, right? You're truly not thinking about yourself. You're just being helpful to people. You know, it reminds me of a lot of guys in the CSA, including your dad, Logan, as far as if they're on the phone with a lead and they realize, you know, we're we're not the perfect fit here. They're so open to taking themselves out of the running and basically just playing free consultant for them, like over the phone, of course, but, or giving them a recommendation of somewhere else they should go. It's truly being helpful because if you can help and help and offer value, give some entertainment even, then when you throw out the ask, as in you're actually selling people are going to be so much more likely to actually buy, right? They're, they're going to be entertained. They're going to be having fun. They're going to trust you because you gave them value. Um, here's another funny example, right? A lot of people think to themselves, uh, well, I guess we recommend that you should do like how-to videos, right? Put out like if you're a painter, how to paint your kitchen cabinets, right? You're literally teaching people or for us, how to market your contracting business. And then you get the rebuttals of, well, if if I give away my secrets or I tell them how to do it, then they're not going to hire me. They're going to do it themselves. Point of the matter is, there's always DIY people. There's always the do-it-yourselfers. You can't, they're, they've never been your customers. But check this out. If you're the one that's teaching them how to do something, right, maybe... Next year, when all of a sudden they have another kid or they just got a new job, they don't have time to be the DIYer, who are they going to go to? Who are they going to go to actually hire the person that gave them free value? Or better yet, they have friends, right? Sally comes over now to the house like, oh my god, your kitchen cabinets look so amazing. Who'd you get to paint them? They're like, oh, I painted them myself. Like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. And then boom, they drop. I didn't. But Joe's painting company actually taught me how to do it. They're the best. That's who you should call. Bam, right? From giving that value, from the jab, 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 you're just teaching, you're giving free value, then the sales come after. They flow beautifully afterwards. Um, what, what am I missing? I think it's pretty spot on, man. Oh, or thanks, on the, the only other thing about teaching people how to do stuff is... You show them because I mean, like, think about how many projects people start and they realize, man, this cabinet refinishing and painting, it's a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. now they're halfway through and you're coming to this client and they're frustrated because one, they're embarrassed. They couldn't finish it. And two, they've got a mess. So they probably want this thing done sooner than later. So that's just not an ideal client. However, if you set the expectations up front of this is how you actually have to do it. I mean, a lot of people are going to go, wow, okay, that is tough. But what you're doing yeah. is you're empowering them to do it themselves. You're making them feel good, making them understand the entire process so they feel like they could do it. However, they don't want to do it. They'd rather just hire somebody else to do it. And that's where you come in. Yeah, but now they understand, right? They don't feel lost or like they're going to have the wool pulled over their eyes. Because that's a huge problem in, in the contracting industry, right? 
Yeah, I mean, and it shows that you actually know what you're doing. There's no winging it. There's no, we're going to come into your home and just practice there. It's straight up. We know what we're doing. We know how to do it. Not only do we know how to do it, because the best way to show somebody that you know how something's done is by teaching it. Hmm. That's interesting. Do you, uh, it makes me wonder about us teaching. Hmm. What do you mean? Like, because, so this podcast, right? And then we have the YouTube channel. It's all free value, guys. If anybody listens to our podcast or watches our YouTube videos, how many times do we ever sell? Now I'm legitimately trying to think about, like, if if we are selling on it, which I don't think we are, uh, we're just trying to give free value, but through doing that, we're sharing our expertise. Or at least, in my mind, we're trying to prove our expertise that, hey, awesome. I want everybody who listens to this to use the information themselves, right? Don't bring us on, right? Go do it yourself. That's the whole point of learning, but maybe down the road. Right, a few years from now, when you've grown and you're big and you don't want to do the marketing anymore yourself, hey, maybe you trust us because you got that expertise. Right, You did it yourself. You knew it worked. And then you learned from us. So you trust that we know what we're doing. That's kind of what I mean by it, right? Because isn't that what you were saying as far as proving your expertise that you're not practicing on their stuff? Yeah, I mean, like the the goal is to. I mean, like, look, everybody listening to this right now. Our goal is, as long as you're within our our set demographic of of business, we would love for you to hire us, right? As long as it makes sense. However, a lot of people are not there. So, what do we have to do with this podcast? We have to get you to that point, right? We, we you know, you know, the clients that like, oh, their their scope of work is too small, or oh, that's just not the right fit for me. But if you teach them how to get to that point where they're ready to bring you on. That's exactly what we're trying to do. So we're not going to like say, Oh no, we're not selling you anything. I mean, eventually, yeah. Like the goal is to work together. However, you got to be at a certain point for it to make sense to see the ROI of all this stuff, all the stuff that we do. Right. And that's exactly what this podcast does is just, let's just get you from step one to step two or step two to step three. So that way, by the time you're at step four, it, it's a good fit for both parties and we can step in and do that right hook. Nice. Nice. Perfect. So, I mean, that, that that's the basis of selling without selling. Now, I kind of want to take a step, step back because we were talking about this woman's email that she sent, right? And as far as I'm thinking it was a copy and paste from her leads. Yep. Um, but what, what do you think the ideal follow-up email should look like? Right. Let's say a new lead submits a form on someone's website. Right. A lot of times there's going to be an automated email that goes out. What should that email consist of? It starts off. That's a good question. You put me on the spot here. It starts oh, yeah. off by, and I learned this from, um, I think Neil, Neil Christensen was the one that pointed this out is you congratulate them or you say, good job. You know, you thank them, but it's like, Thank you for filling out the lead and congrats on the first step towards getting your dream kitchen or whatever it is. Nice. It's pretty cool. And then it just, then what I would do is I would just set the expectations up front of here are just some of the basics of what is coming up. You know, if you do a pre-qual over the phone, you talk through that. If you um, have a estimation process, if you go out to the house and you 
walk through them for about an hour and then, you know, get them a bid within or a proposal within uh, 24 hours. You highlight that, whatever it is, tell them what is going to be happening next, right? That is how I would do it. Mm. Would I, would I throw a testimonial in there? Probably not. Cause yeah. usually at that point, if testimonials are important to them, then they'll have done their research. I would just set the proper expectations of this is what is going to happen next to get you more prepared because humans don't like the unknown. They don't like that. This is why Chipotle does well with that, that sign. I don't know why I keep referencing this because I think this has been like over a year now, but that (laughs) walk into that Chipotle and it says order here, pay here. And you know exactly where to go, but you walk into another place where it doesn't say order here and you just stand there in the middle of this salad place and you have no idea what's going on and it just creates like this mini anxiety of like okay where do i go so you have to lead people so by telling them hey this is where i'm going to lead you next it makes them feel a lot more comfortable with you so that would be my ideal follow-up which means that now that i say that we should probably take a look at ours yeah we should we definitely take a look at if you guys don't know the story logan and i went to this i don't even know some some restaurant place yeah it's like a place. Yeah, I don't want to say it was a salad place because now we sound soft over here. We were getting some big old steaks to go. So we walk into this restaurant. No, I'm just kidding. We walk into the salad place and we get through the front door. We're just like standing there. It looks like almost the Chipotle-esque or Subway-esque setup. But we're just like standing in the middle of this like storefront just like looking like fools no one's talking to us. There's no signs. I don't even think we realized where a register was of like what to do. And uh, yeah, if they'd set proper expectations of start here, come order here, then we would have felt way better. Like, I mean, I haven't been there since. I don't. You have you gone back? At least now you know where to start. Yes, I go back. However, 100% of the time I go back, I still still stand there awkwardly because I'm like. <laughs> The next time I was like, hey, like, where do I stand? And they're like, oh, just anywhere. I'm like, this is a terrible <laughs> business model. That is too funny. But, uh, okay, either way, bring them back. As far as that email follow-up goes, I think you can sort of boil it down to, to three easy pieces what I see in my mind. First, thank them, right? They have so, you have so many options to go with, whether it's contractors, whether it's marketing. Thank you for taking the time to submit your lead. And congratulations. Awesome. Step one. Step two, exactly what Logan said. Set those proper expectations. Either Logan or Wayne will be calling you within 24 hours to discuss your needs. Or Mike will call you to set up a time for an at-home consultation where we'll spend 30 minutes learning about your project. Awesome, right? So step two, set those expectations. And then what I like to do, step three, which this is almost that selling without selling piece of the puzzle is you can have like a little section of like past customers found these links helpful. Oh, nice. That's smart. Right. Like that's what we have in all of our clients that I've made these follow-up emails for. That's how it ends. I can't remember what the exact verbiage is, but it's truly the, uh, What's it called, Logan? What's that factor of like other people are doing it? It's just like going third party. It's like the social norm. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, like the social norm, social proof. It's like other people in your situation liked this. That's what Amazon like, does. People who 
purchased this also looked at these products. And that's why they upsell exactly. you all day long. Exactly the same concept, right? So then that's that number three, right? Something like that, like other helpful resources and then make it, hey, the number one blog post that people like to watch. Maybe it's a how-to. Maybe number the second one is pricing. How much does blank cost? And then, hey, why not? Link number three, past testimonials and projects. Because that is truly helpful, right? That's what people like to do. That's the research that they like to do. So pick yourself, whatever you find is most helpful. I would say the things that literally, if you can look at the stats on your website, what people are looking at the most, or if you're just asking clients, like what their biggest questions are or what they liked on the website, what they've seen, um, put those up there, right? Because now, A, they're learning about your business because then on the phone, they already understand your pricing or they already understand how you operate. So it's helping you and at the same time, it's helping them. So that's that kind of selling without selling piece. So three things that I would put in there, thank them, set expectations, and give them a little bit of those extra resources. Makes sense. I think, look, that's how ours is set up right now, actually. Is it? Yeah, and actually, uh, that's what Dan, right, Dan reached out last yeah, week. He said, yeah, Dan said, uh, you know, the follow-up email you sent out is awesome. So yeah. so those are those, those three pieces, which is pretty nice, really hitting that selling without selling. But, um, of course, you know, those are leads already coming to the door. You're just moving them a little bit farther in the process. Cool. Do we, yeah. do we miss anything? I don't think so. Cause I mean, when it all boils down to it, right? People already have their guards up, mm-hmm. right? Like people understand <laughs> all ads are trying to sell. I mean, I think most people understand that podcasts, YouTube videos, they're eventually they're meant to sell. And so you're not hiding. Uh, you're not being sneaky, but if you can have the right mentality behind it, of truly being helpful and truly what what is it that uh that your dad and people in the CSA say it's the uh selling like you're independently wealthy yep right let's 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 close on this go a little bit into it explain what that means because i think this that flows really nice into this whole idea of selling without selling selling like you're independently wealthy is the idea that Every every sale that you close or everybody that you talk to, you would like their work. However, you don't need it because when it sounds like you're being very pushy, like if you don't close this deal, your family's going to starve. It's a lot harder to sell because people can sense that, right? So when you sell like you're independently wealthy, meaning if you are the best option for the person, then sell to them. However, if you come in there and you're like, look, I'm just, you know, it doesn't make sense for me. Like my dad, for example, um, he, we had a review on, on his Yelp page that I was like, what is this about? And he said, um, somebody called up. It was a new customer, new client and said, hey, I've used one, uh, one of your competitors and they just will not call me back. And I have no idea and I'm frustrated with them. And he said, mm-hmm. look, they're having a tough time over there. Um, some stuff just happened with the family. Give them another chance. And the person was shocked, like, really? He said, yep, just give them another chance. So they called back a week and a half later and said, look, still no luck. I'd like to hire you. Um, we were, you know, they were actually ended up being too expensive, so it didn't work. But they left a review, and the review said, 
you know, if you want quality service and somebody who um, prides or not prides themselves, but ha- like has more integrity than they're chasing a buck, call this company. So it was wow. like the best review we could have gotten from a non customer because it was straight up just like a, you know, um, just a helpful thing. And people can sense yeah. that. And now that lady was way more likely to use us even when she came back after that, look, give them another chance because of the empathy side of things, the helpful side of things. I mean, that's really what selling independently wealthy is when you, when you come in where it doesn't sound like you need the job, but you just, you know, maybe you want it. It's a lot smoother of a process. Man. So that's, that's some gold right there. That's a huge gold nugget guys. I mean, shit, if it was me, I'd hit the rewind button. Go listen to that again because, well, I'll also drop this, right? So it's selling like you're independently wealthy, like you don't need the business, but make sure you're being obviously respectful. Because right? I don't think every contractor can do this because they're like, oh, I don't need you. Don't give me this grief. Like, nah, I don't know. You're being very, very helpful and that's it. You want everybody to be in the best situation possible, whether, hey, it's working with you, hopefully. Or not, right? Whatever's best for them. So, guys, appreciate it. If you got value out of this episode, please, please drop us a review. Subscribe to the podcast. That's the number one thing you can do to help us keep going, keep being able to take time out of our days to make these episodes and bring you value. So, we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, and last but not least, Hey, speaking, speaking of value, we have a free giveaway going on right now. I think it's probably the five questions to ask for a video testimonial from your clients, right? Super easy, exactly what to ask them to get a killer video testimonial. So head on over to fullsalemarketing.com slash giveaway. Put your name and your email in there. We'll send it right on over to you. Um, I, th- I think it's gonna be pretty uh, pretty awesome. We've gotten some good feedback on it, huh, Logan? What? Uh, let me ask you this, Wayne, because we just sat here and talked about how we should you should have one main call to action and one secondary one. What is our main call to action on this? Is this the giveaway? Um, yeah. I mean, the, I'd say so because it's giving them more value, right? Yeah, the that's true. Sub- subscribing. Hey, that's also gonna give them value because then they're gonna be. They're going to get notifications of new episodes where we're dropping the fire every Monday, maybe even every Monday and Thursday, teaser, teaser alert. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what what do you think? Go ahead. Yep, Take us honestly, out. One more. Go to contract, uh, sorry, not contractor sales, fullsalemarketing.com <laughs> slash giveaway. Get this free uh, download. It's awesome. It'll help out a lot with all this video stuff. And if you don't want to do that, you're driving, whatever, just do us a favor. Just hit subscribe. You know, we want to keep bringing you this content over and over and over. So if you don't want to go to the website, at least hit the subscribe button and we're good to go. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Good stuff. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.